talking um, with uh, Eris uh, about wireless, and the next um, kind of uh, you know way that we're going to be uh, getting um, online and experiencing um, wireless. Um, and we are going to be joined today by uh, Charles Cheebers, who's the CTO of Eris. So we're just waiting for him to come on board. Yeah, and I think for, for some people, you know, you're going to hear a lot, or you're going to start to hear more about not only 5G, but when it comes to the home and Wi-Fi, you hear Wi-Fi 6, okay? And, you know, we've just come from a world of dual band where you had 2.4 gigahertz, now 5G at uh, 5 gigahertz. Uh, so now we're gonna be moving into Wi-Fi 6, which is, you know, going to help possibly eliminate, I don't know, this is one of the things we'll talk today about, was will it eliminate, you know, the need for Wi-Fi extenders? You know, because Wi-Fi 6 supposedly gives you, it's a stronger signal, it can penetrate, and most importantly, it's also a more secure signal. So this is some of the things we're going to talk about today to kind of help you get a sense of, you know, what 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 do you need to know about Wi-Fi 6 and, and, and the connectivity now in your smart home, and what should I be thinking about, you know, and uh, should I go out and buy, it, you know, a new modem, a new uh, uh, router, or not? Right. Right. And if so, what are some of the things we should talk about? Yeah, and like, you know, will it, you know, in my smart home, is it going to make things more secure for me? Right. Is that going to have any impact on it? Um, right. I know that that's certainly something we read a lot about at GearBrain, you know, is how to keep your data secure. It's extremely important today. Yeah, so, so, so we're excited about this conversation. I think it could be very useful. Uh, it'll be helpful, especially with the holidays coming up, you know, and wanting to improve or get a new... Uh, Wi-Fi uh, or new router or you think about switching your ISPs and and you know you want to know what they have you know this this conversation is going to help you kind of learn a little bit more about some of the things that are going on so be on the lookout for the configurator that will be coming it's going to be very helpful especially if you're in the holiday if you're in the stores and trying to buy somebody and there's Charles there he is um, if you got any questions as you're watching, put them in the comments below. Um, we'll let Charles know. We'll ask him those questions as well. Um, and if you can't get to them during this uh, chat, you can also email us at info at yourbrain.com. We love getting questions, um, and we'll forward those over um, to Charles as well. Maybe he can help us with those at a later point. We'll uh, update this story. So welcome, Charles. Thank you for coming on board and talking with us today. Hey, thanks for persevering with me. <laughs> you know, we get it. We play with a lot of tech. Not everything works the first time. This out. wasn't a Wi-Fi problem, though. I can assure you of that. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So um, we want to talk with you definitely about um, Wi-Fi six. I think people certainly have heard a lot about five G. Um, they certainly have been hearing about all of these different kinds of networks with numbers attached um, to them. But we want to hear from you about what is Wi-Fi 6 and why should we even be paying attention to it? Is it something that's just going to happen in the background and I don't need to know about it? Or is it something I need to be kind of um, know something about as a consumer? Yeah, I think as a consumer, it's, uh, it's something you definitely need to know something about. As you, as you pointed out, there's been an alphabet of uh, well, yeah. a, a lot of numerology at the moment, shall we say. Um, so Wi-Fi 6 is, uh, is the renaming of Wi-Fi, uh, the IEEE 802.11ax standard. So we've tried to take it away from the sort of technical acronyms to more of something that consumers are aware of. So consumers should see better performance as Wi-Fi 5 now changes to Wi-Fi 6 and we go forward to 7, 8, 9, 10 in the future. Um, Wi-Fi 6 is the first real change in 
Wi-Fi for 20 years, though. It's, it's redone the entire kind of the RF and modulation side of things, but it's also redone the Mac. Um, so, you know, typically um, in the past, for example, um, you know, Wi-Fi was a, a carrier sense multiple access type uh, solution where you fire a packet in the air, you listen back, and if, there's, if it's gotten through, you'll hear the act on it. If not, you retransmit again. And it, it worked for the time, but it was kind of inefficient. And other technologies like LTE and even DOCSIS, um, which is used on the cable plant, yeah. used, used different techniques to be able to schedule the packets more efficiently. So Wi-Fi 6 has taken that into account. It's also very cognizant of battery life in devices because we still use Wi-Fi, you know, 70% of the time to connect to uh, to things, right? So the access point has to, you know, is, is now able to improve the battery life of Wi-Fi devices um, by putting them into a, a sleep and wake mode that's much more efficient. And again, it's along the lines of what the 5G guys are trying to do as well to try and make, um, you know, massive IoT happen, better battery life on devices for both IoT and just general applications. Um, but Wi-Fi 6 definitely is something consumers should be aware of. It's 25% more efficient today in a mixed kind of Wi-Fi 5 and Wi-Fi 6 environment. But when your house is converted to all Wi-Fi 6, you'll have a four times improvement of performance and range, which is really what we're trying to get to. So if I'm, um, if I, you know, if, I, if I'm a consumer and um, I've got all of my, you know, I've got my router, I've got all that stuff, do I need to run out right now and go buy something new? Is there something I need to do to take advantage of this or is this just gonna sort of happen for me? Yeah, you, you're going to need new devices. The existing devices that most people have are Wi-Fi 5 capable, probably. Um, you know, there's still some older devices, Wi-Fi 4, 3, 2, 1. Um, but majority of devices now are what we call 802.11ac or Wi-Fi 5. To use Wi-Fi 6, um, it's horse and cart, right? You need to get the horse first, um, which is the access point. Um, so once you have a Wi-Fi 6 access point in your home, you'll be able to take advantage of that 25% immediate improvement, even if you have mixed devices. But as the new um, devices start to come out, we've already seen the Samsung uh, Galaxy S10, I guess, and the Apple iPhone have all shown support now for Wi-Fi 6. So you'll see the Wi-Fi 6 client start to come out, which can start to take some advantage of the Wi-Fi 6 access point, certainly getting you know, the 25% boost immediately. Um, but as, as more and more Wi-Fi 6 clients connect into your access point, um, the efficiency will go up to the point where eventually when all your devices are connected on Wi-Fi 6, you'll get that four times improvement. So these would be new devices. Like, uh, for example, I've got an iPhone 10. Like, that's not going to be able to take advantage of Wi-Fi. No. Be newer no you're... coming out now. Yeah, you will, uh, but you will get advantage again. If you, if you, put, an, if you put a new Wi-Fi 6 access point like one of our surfboard maxes, you'll get an immediate 25% improvement on Wi-Fi to that phone. You'll also get some range extension. So that, that's the key thing for consumers. Again, horse and cart, right? If you get that horse, you have more pulling power through the uh, Wi-Fi airwaves for even your existing devices. Okay. Um, but as the clients come out, then the clients will, will start to improve that efficiency of, of having less mixed Wi-Fi 6 and Wi-Fi 5 um, devices. Okay, um, but by clients, you mean those products that we go in the store? Yeah, your MacBook there and your, all the devices that connect to the access point. So, you know, Aris Comscope is, a, is an access point uh, company. So we, we're, you know, we're developing, we had the first Wi-Fi uh, 6 meshing solution in retail, the Surfboard Max, right? It's, it's designed to be put into your home today to take advantage of that immediate 25% improvement of, um, of range and efficiency on Wi-Fi 6. With the extension of the 
um, with the extension of the, the second Max in a mesh mode, we think we can get you gigabit speeds through 6,000 square feet and obviously even larger homes at like 500 megabits. So wow. one, Mac, one Max and you're, you know, you're good for a gigabit speed for 3,000 square feet too and you get to 6,000 square feet. So I think the most important question though, and I mean, I know every single person is going to think an alarm is going to be concerned about is I put in a new, you know, access point that works with Wi-Fi 6. Yeah. Are all of my old devices going to be able to connect to that or am I going to start to lose things? Like is all no. something over yeah. here not going to start working? So that's, that's the beauty of the Wi-Fi um, solution and what the, the nerdy guys who make the specs and, and develop the products. One of the requirements of Wi-Fi 6 was that it be backward compatible to Wi-Fi 5432. That's great. That's um, so, so, that, so, that, so you get all those devices will work, but they'll work 25% better, as we said. Um, I'm really going to confuse you now because no, no, sooner, no sooner have we gotten Wi-Fi 6 out there when the industry is waiting for what we call 6 gigahertz um, Wi-Fi 6 to emerge. So it's another, another, unfortunately, numerology on this uh, journey. But so you, you heard me talk about the immediate 25% efficiency and then this 4X improvement when, all, when devices are all Wi-Fi 6. But in the next couple of years, consumers will see a, a bump as well because the FCC in the US are currently um, uh, debating to open up an extra 1.2 gigahertz of spectrum for Wi-Fi use in the home. Um, Wi-Fi use generally, and that's like four times more than we have today in terms of spectrum. So that's going to be a, a transformational change for Wi-Fi in the next two years again, even on top of the Wi-Fi six change. Okay, what well, is six... so Oh, sorry. That 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 six gigahertz spectrum is uh, yeah. is only Wi-Fi six devices. Okay. So the so the magic of the six gigahertz introduction in the next kind of year and a half, two years, is that that spectrum can only be used by Wi-Fi 6 devices. So they'll immediately take advantage of the 4X improvement, even in a mixed environment. Oh, great. Okay, so it'll be dedicated for it. That's exactly. So dedicated okay. lanes of really high-speed um, Wi-Fi for new applications like VR and AR that will grow up on those. Um, but okay. in the meantime, Wi-Fi 6 today will get you that, that additional boost before the extra spectrum is available in a couple of years' time then. So the other thing we've been hearing about Wi-Fi 6 is that you're going to be able to, um, or that the devices will sort of have, communicate with each other to schedule, like when they're going to be using the yeah. device. And that's not something that I'm going to have to do as the no. I have to go on there and say, I want you know, my, my smartphone speaker to be on at this time and my computer to be on this time. It's just going to sort of figure it out on its own. So how's that going to work? Yeah, as we discussed, the, traditionally Wi-Fi has been collision-based and then retried. Yeah. So to run, to run what we call deterministic services or you know, more high, high available services over Wi-Fi was always a little bit problematic, right? Because you know, collisions could take place and, and throw off timing. Um, but with Wi-Fi 6, there's now what we call OFDM, OFDMA um, slots within, if you think of the, the sort of time division of, of, the, of the, um, the, the frequency that you can actually you know, schedule a packet into like a train carriage, right? So this train is going along, so you yeah. can guarantee booking a slot in one of the carriages to make sure that that packet gets there on time. And that particularly will be even more beneficial in the six gigahertz space where the only devices in that spectrum will be Wi-Fi six. So you can imagine a very, very deterministic connection then between two devices to allow new consumer applications like um, high-speed NAS backup, right? We have, uh, we have the ability now to do gaming on Wi-Fi probably because gamers have always traditionally not wanted to use a Wi-Fi 
connection and you know hardline into a gaming console because they wanted that guaranteed latency. Right. So with 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 schedule based Wi-Fi, um, you can give gamers a tetherless solution, untethered solution, then basically to uh, to do stuff. And it'll also probably be something that a lot of the AR VR manufacturers will use as well then because of the the latency improvements. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds perfect for that kind of environment with augmented reality and virtual reality. Absolutely, I think in the home we're probably seeing two um, two kind of wireless um, you, you know protocols and spectrums to use one is obviously now wi-fi 6 and particularly 6 gigahertz for that clean spectrum and, and deterministic um, uh, throughput to the ar or vr goggles and then the second one is potentially millimeter wave right there's al already a few companies out there that use the 60 gigahertz band for being able to do a direct connection to the vr headset but actually the millimeter wave stuff is our 60 gigahertz stuff is also wi-fi based it's it's an 802.11 mac um, 802.11 ay is the protocol so we do, we see you know we see the the VR AR guys looking at using both Wi-Fi six six gigahertz as a big new swath of spectrum to send those VR AR streams and also potentially eight or two eleven AY um, with sixty gigahertz is another kind of in-room technology. The millimeter wave stuff has you know coverage problems and attenuation with um, walls and so forth, right? So it's but it is a really good in-room spectrum to use, definitely.